Welcome to the Soul Urge Podcast, a show for women who are ready to trust their own inner wisdom and step more deeply toward what they really want. I'm your host, Jennifer Hooper, certified life coach, meditation practitioner, hypnotherapist, and energy healer. I help spirited and ambitious women grow their confidence and reclaim their abandoned dreams of health, wealth, and freedom. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Soul Urge podcast. In this episode, I'm doing something a little different. I'm sharing with you the audio of a webinar that I recently offered. I'm sharing it with you here because it's such a great opportunity to take a deep dive into your own mind. And in this webinar, I cover the three biggest blocks that hold most people back from achieving something that they really want, and the three keys needed to create some kind of shift or some kind of transformation in your life. This webinar is chock full of insights and ahas and exercises that will motivate and inspire you. And at the end, I make a very sexy and impactful offer for just $27. Everyone who was on the line, who attended live, took advantage of this offer. And I'm going to share it here with you too. I'm extending the offer to my podcast listeners. I've put a link in the show notes. So go ahead and grab it. And I can't wait to connect. Now on with the webinar. It's called Three Steps to a Personal Breakthrough. Thank you so much for being here and taking time out of your busy Saturday for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time because we're all busy and it's an, it's a weekend. And um, so I, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for showing up for me. Thank you, more importantly, for showing up for you. And I was just sharing what I wanted to share was that, you know, my vision for my life is to be able to work and play from anywhere. I've had opportunities to do that at times. I traveled domestically across the country during the pandemic. So that was kind of fun and crazy and interesting. And uh, I live on the Mexican border. So I do get into Mexico from time to time. And I used to live on the Canadian border and would get into Canada from time to time. Very different experiences living on two different borders. <laughs> but, you know, it's really important to me uh, that I be able to have that flexibility in my business. And in my business, I love really helping my clients go through transformations where they're going from one state to another, you know, from exhaustion and overwhelm to feeling empowered and in control. I also help clients with healing their traumas, really seeing that some of their experiences in their past is their pathway to healing and a major shift in their lives. So that's what's exciting for me. That's a little bit about myself. And then I do have a vision for the world where the world can honor each other. I'd love to see a healing movement where we become more connected and less divisive. You know, if you love those things, I attracted you for a reason and we're all here in good company. All right. So this is me. I'm a certified life coach. And I like to say that I work with women who are standing in the rubble of their own success. And what that means is that they're accomplished, they're smart, they've done amazing things, 
They've checked the boxes, they've dotted the I's, crossed the T's, and yet something in their life isn't quite working. And so they are successful, but they want to change. They want to change something in their relationship. They want to change something in their career. They want to change something um, in their business, perhaps. Maybe they're growing a business. And that is where I shine as a coach. I love helping these types of clients because they, you, are former versions of me. <laughs> so I get it. I get the journey. I did all the right things. Um, I had the house and the the marriage and the kids, and then everything fell apart. And I'll tell you a little bit about that a little bit later. I take my job seriously. My job in my mind is to argue for your potential and free you from some of the self-doubt, the limiting beliefs that you have inside of you. This is an interactive webinar, so I want you to have paper and pen or pencil or a journal or a notebook or something that you can write with. And what else do I want to say? Oh, I wanted to let you know that this webinar is divided, not necessarily in e into equal parts, um, but into three parts. So in the first part, you know, I'm going to be setting the context or the container for the webinar. Then I'm going to walk you through some exercises so that you can see for yourself what's going on in your own mind. And, and then later I'm going to show you some opportunities where you can apply all of this work at a much deeper level. This webinar is for you if, like I said, you've solved a lot of problems and you've achieved a lot of goals and you know you're smart and competent and accomplished, but right now you might feel stuck in one area and you feel like there's no way out. Or there's something that you want to change or achieve, but every time you try it on your own, you fall short. I'm going to give you explanations. I'm going to give you reasons for why that's happening. Or maybe you just feel like you're on a hamster wheel and you're running, 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 and you just don't know how to find the exit ramp, even though you're utterly and completely exhausted. So I know that this is for you because like I said a moment ago, I have been in all of these shoes. And I wouldn't have attracted you for a reason to be on the webinar if something here didn't resonate for you. So here's your first opportunity to chime in. I'm curious, what is your definition of a breakthrough? When you hear that word, a breakthrough, personal breakthrough, what does that mean to you? Like I said, this is participatory. The more you engage, the more opportunity you will have to really take this work deeper, think about this stuff differently. If you're one of those people who typically holds back and doesn't participate, I really want to encourage you to, to jump in, to get off your automatics, to try something different that you haven't tried before. All right. So Joelle says... Breakthrough for her is a paradigm shift that lets me see a way forward without smashing my head against the wall. I love that. Yes, nobody wants to smash their head against the wall. And sometimes we feel like that, don't we? Diane says, getting past a block that keeps us from living our best life. Yes, absolutely. Well, we're going to be diving into that today for sure. Joelle, usually they are simple and elegant, meaning the um, the paradigm shifts. Yes, 100%. Lori, 
cracking myself open for growth and opportunities. Oh, I love that. That's super juicy. And Patty says, getting out of a rut or figuring out what's been holding you back so that you can actually move forward. Amazing. All of you guys are like, I couldn't have queued you up better for better answers. Beautiful. So here's my definition of a breakthrough. A breakthrough is the process of releasing everything that's holding you back from achieving really everything that you want in your life, whatever your deepest desire is, the fullness of whatever it is that you want. And so start thinking about like, what is it that you want? You know, some of you might want freedom or love or more abundance. Maybe you want to be an influencer or better health or better relationships. Really just start to sink in to what it is that you want. And the breakthrough process is really releasing everything that's in the way from between here and there. So right now there's a gap and in the gap are some blocks. And so we want to remove those blocks so that you have a clear pathway. A breakthrough also reflects contrast is like the exact opposite of what you might be feeling. So if you are feeling lack or emptiness or unworthiness or dissatisfaction, that is a signal. That is a message from your unconscious mind that you deserve something different. And so when we experience this contrast, it often motivates us and say, okay, we need a change. We need a change. And I think that's you because you're here, right? So what gets in the way? What gets in the way of a breakthrough? Now, listen, I've been a coach for a long time now. I've been a coach for five years. I have six, maybe seven coaching certifications. I kind of forget, but I'm certified in neuro-linguistic programming as a coach and a practitioner. I'm certified in timeline therapy, International Coaching Federation, hypnotherapy, uh, somatic coaching, um, Reiki one, Reiki two. I've helped a lot of people. I have a lot of training. I have a lot of experience. And so I know what the most common blocks are. And here they are. I'm laying them right out for you. Number one, people really struggle if they're not willing to change. They're not willing to try something different, look at something different, really shift their perspective, get off their automatics. Like I said a moment ago, that is 100% going to hold people back because they're not willing to change. They just want to stay doing what they're doing. Number two, some people, and you're free from this. I don't think this is you. <laughs> some people need to know how they're going to close that gap, how they're going to get from here to there before they even start. They need to know what, you know, 156 steps they need to take before they're willing to do anything at all. And my example for that, or my analogy, is like wanting to drive from Maine to Arizona, where I used to live and where I live now, needing to know every turn, every highway, every roadblock, every detour, every tra traffic jam, every accident before you ever pull out of the driveway. It's impossible. You can't know. You can't know how to get there until you got there, right? You figured out what you needed to do every step of the way. Think about the GPS that gives you the directions. It doesn't give you the whole route at once. It just gives you a little bit. It just gives you a little bit. And so that's 
what I want you to think about when you're approaching a new goal, when you're approaching a change, when you want to have a breakthrough in your life is that you don't have to know the how before you start. You don't have to know all of the how. You just have to take a few steps at a time. Lori says, I can get lost in the how. Yes. <laughs> Joelle says, me too. I'm willing to start without the whole how, but I think I get focused on creating the roadmap and forget to keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Great insight. Great awareness, you guys. I am a recovering hower. I know that journey and I've really had to learn how to let go of the rain on some of that especially when it comes to growing my business. Like I just want the roadmap. I just, sometimes it's painful to figure it out. Yet I am willing and I am still in the middle of, you know, learning so many things and I know I have to figure it out by going through it. All right, great awareness, you guys. And then last, when we feel scattered and overwhelmed and confused, this can be a huge block and, through this webinar today, through what you're going to be learning about having a personal breakthrough, we're going to stop the feeling of scattered, overwhelm, and confused. Are you excited? We're going to stop that. All right. So amazing. You guys, I'm going to keep going. All right. Here are the three keys. So we know what the blocks are, and now we need the secret sauce, right? So the three keys to getting a personal breakthrough. Number one, you have to have awareness, self-awareness, right? And you guys are already self-aware. You're already looking at what's going on in your own mind, You're looking at your patterns, at your behaviors. A lot of people believe that what's holding them back is time, money, or relationships. And we're going to explore that a little bit deeper. But the truth is the only true block is your mindset. What's going on inside your two, between your two ears. So going through this process, you're going to get support in um, creating more awareness. Number two, you have to release the, those blocks that, that we talked about, the blocks between here and where you are, the blocks in the gap. So what is a block, right? A block is, think of it as a negative imprint that you have picked up somewhere in life. So it's either unresolved negative emotion because it's more fun to push that stuff down than to actually feel it and deal with it and heal it. <laughs> or it's a vulnerable thought that you have about yourself. So we all have them. I don't know anybody who doesn't. So a vulnerable thought about yourself, and this is like deep stuff. This is at the unconscious level. It's not stuff that we walk around necessarily saying to other people or to ourselves about, our, about ourselves. But a vulnerable thought would be something like, uh, I'm a failure. I'm an imposter. I'm unworthy. I'm not valuable. I'm undeserving. Okay. So we want to release in step two, we want to release those energetic blocks so that they're not bottlenecks holding you back. Patty, shove down all my feelings. That's my jam. <laughs> yes, Patty. I can relate and always working on it. Always working on it. It's getting better. It's getting better. Lori says the five inches between your ears can be a fascinating place. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Oh, God, I love you guys. <laughs> uh, 
All right. So we want to release and heal those energetic imprints, those blocks. And then third, we want, we want healing, right? We want not just to get them out, but we want to heal the impact that they had. And I mean that, um, at the mind, body, and spirit level, like all in all of the ways. And uh, I'll share more with you as we get through, but I just wanted to give you the big picture before we go a little bit deeper. Oh, and in the middle, the most important part is your intuition. I really want you to learn how to tap into the wisest voice inside your head. We have four voices inside our head, ego, inner critic, inner child, and our intuition. Those first three voices are very loud. That last voice is quiet, but we have to, when we learn to tap into that quiet voice, we understand that it is always there in service to us. It is providing us with the answers from within rather than our desire for many of us, and maybe this isn't you, our desire to look for answers outside of us, right? Because the people and the answers outside of us, they don't necessarily know what's best for us, but our intuition always knows. Let's talk a little bit about coaching in general, since I am a life coach. Um, some coaches, there, there are some problems with coaching, right? And my coaching experience has definitely evolved. And so I know who I used to be and who I am now. And I see a lot about what's going on in the industry. So let me tell you and share with you some of my observations. So some coaches are really good at dealing with your presenting problem. So this is the problem that you think you're having. <laughs> this is when you say, oh my gosh, I can't figure out you know, why I'm constantly arguing with my spouse. I can't figure out why I don't have enough time. I don't understand why I'm in debt and I want to get out of debt. And a lot of coaches are going to coach you right there. That is your presenting problem. Okay. I used to be that kind of coach. I'm not going to lie. I would help my clients reframe consciously what's going on in their mind. And that will work, but typically for the short term, it doesn't give you the long lasting healing results that the awareness releasing and healing provides. So that's, that's one problem. Some coaches will go deeper. They will take you to the greater problem. So underneath the presenting problem, if you go deeper, you might discover that instead of believing or thinking that you don't have enough time, for example, what is a little bit deeper underneath that presenting problem is the belief that or that there's a fear of success. Like you're afraid to succeed. So you just fill your calendar with so many things to avoid success. Seems kind of backwards, seems kind of weird, but that definitely happens. And so some coaches are going to coach you right there. Or some coaches will focus on one area of life. Like let's say you're growing a business and you hire a business coach and you're you're going all in on your business, but what is that costing you in terms of your health, in terms of your relationships, in terms of your connection to your spirit guides or your God? We, me, the work that I do creates a more holistic healing version of you that doesn't sacrifice any area of life. 
Um, and my job is to get you down even below the greater problem, which is the root cause. So let's say that you have um, the presenting problem of not enough time, the greater problem of fear of success. The root cause could be something like I'm undeserving. That is a fundamental need that hasn't been met in your life that you probably picked up at a young age and have been unconsciously carrying around with you. So my job is to get you down to that root cause. That is very important to me because that's the opportunity for clearing up all of those blocks for your personal breakthrough. So the way my coaching has evolved and what's different now is that I am willing to ask more questions. I'm willing to go deeper and ask questions that a lot of other coaches won't ask that allows you to bring up those root causes. And because of this questioning process, it allows me to see patterns that you might not ever have noticed or seen in your life. And here's the other challenge that some coaches don't pick up on is that let's say you want to work on your health, right? Let's say you, you know, I don't know, you want to drop your blood pressure or drop your weight or um, who knows. That is an amazing goal, right? And you can get there for sure. But some coaches may not recognize that the root cause is in a different area of life. Your root cause might be... I don't know, it's easier for me to explain this the other way. If you're growing a business, the root cause might be that you have some concern, you have some root causes in your health, meaning um, undeserving, not good enough, not reliable, I'm rejected, I'm a failure. So those root causes are impacting the success of your business. It can go in any direction. For some reason, that works better in my mind for explaining uh, another root cause that I've noticed a lot of people struggle with is like not believing they're lovable or not loving themselves, right? That's a, that's a real big one for a lot of people. I worked with a client who was a USA Today bestselling author, incredibly successful. She had published over 20 novels and she wanted to share her gift. She wanted to help other writers write books. And so she decided that she wanted to become a writing coach. The problem that she was having in getting her business off the ground is that she was terrified of the sales process. She was terrified of getting people on the phone, having a conversation, telling them what she did and telling them how much it was. So this it's a problem if you're trying to grow a business, right? You have to be able to talk about money. You have to be able to share your offer. You have to be able to tell people how much you're worth. So what we did was I did all of the empowering questions. We got down to her root cause. And what I discovered was that she had generational, she had inherited generational patterns around money, guilt and shame and failure and not good enough. And this was blocking her from being able to create her business. So I helped her release failure, not important, unlovable. She released rage, sadness, fear, hurt, and guilt. And then almost right away, I want to say within two weeks anyway, 
she had lined up calls. She was talking to people. She was making offers and she, and she was like doing the work. She was doing all the work that she had been avoiding. And she was so proud of herself. She was just so happy and felt so empowered. So that's what I mean about, you know, the, the root cause being in a different area. So she had money root causes in her business goals. Yes, jo Joelle, money is tricky. Money is tricky. We pick up money patterns from our parents, from our grandparents, from our experiences. I've, I've had to clean up a ton of money blocks in my life for a lot of reasons. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to share some of those reasons with you here. This is a circle of life. Um, this is, oh, no, the wheel of life where you can see different areas that we all, you know, we all experience romance, relationships, family, health, sex, spirituality, finances, career, and business. There was a time when I was in a corporate job. I was making great money. I, you know, I had a really good gig. I worked 30 hours a week from home in Maine, working for a Boston company where I got a Boston salary. I was had a lot of flexibility. That paycheck came in every two weeks. But the problem was that I wasn't happy and I really wanted to create my own business. And yet, I should say, I stayed at that job for a long time because I was, I had so many root causes in so many other areas of life. So let's, I'm going to give you some examples in all of these areas of life. Let's take romance. So a couple years before this period of my life, my husband came home, told me he wanted a divorce. I was totally blown away. It was unexpected and eventually found out that I had been betrayed. And so let me just say that brought up a lot of stuff for me. <laughs> I felt like I'm a bad wife. I felt rejected. I felt hurt. I felt betrayed. I felt alone. And so those were the my negative imprints that I picked up from those experiences. Then after my divorce, thinking about relationships with other people, friends, like I lost so many of my couple friends. I wasn't a part of a couple anymore. So the invitations didn't roll in in the way that they used to. And that just made me feel like I'm just not good enough. I felt invisible. I felt sad. I felt lonely. And then in terms of family, my kids, they grew up to be very challenging teenagers. Let me tell you. <laughs> Um, they would sneak out. They experienced, they experimented with drugs. They had terrible, terrible boyfriends. That made me feel like I was such a failure as a mom. I, they, they ignored me for a good six months. Neither one of them talked to me. I felt unlovable. I felt depressed. I felt unworthy. And then if you go even further back in my life, way, way, way back when I was five, my mom and my pediatrician put me on a diet because I was more width than I was height, so to say, <laughs> you could say. And at five years old, I started to believe that there's something wrong with me and I'm broken and I have to be fixed. And it was the first time that I felt shame and believing that my body was, you know, not my friend. It was more of uh, my foe. Carried that around, carried that baggage around for most of my life. In the area of spirituality, like I was just so confused. I, I didn't have a family that took me to church every week. Um, all my friends were Catholic. They went to all of those things that you do in Catholic school, <laughs> Catholic church and communion and 
sometimes they would invite, invite me to church and I would just be so terrified and so afraid that I would do something wrong because I just didn't understand. And so I just felt dumb. I felt ignorant. I felt confused, embarrassed, lost uh, in finances. It was a hot mess. It was a hot mess after my divorce. Um, I didn't have a steady income for a while because I had been homeschooling my kids. I was taking care of a young adult in my house. That is how I got paid. When my husband left, that young adult left. He really wanted the father figure in his life. Um, we declared bankruptcy. We lost real estate. So I felt really irresponsible. I felt angry. I felt shame. And then, um, like I said, in career and business, I was just really unhappy in this amazing job, but I had so much fear. So I had the negative imprints of fear, feeling stuck, not want, I wanted the how. I really wanted the how back then. And I felt frustrated and sad. I know my story is not your story. However, you may, for some reason in your life, have felt some of the things that I felt or believed some of the thoughts that I believed about yourself. So if that is true, I just want you to know that I totally get it, right? I totally get it. And so some of the thoughts that I used to have is failure, unworthy, stuck, invisible, rejected, and some of the emotions was angry, sad, depressed, and shame. And just think about that. If you're carrying around all of that, all of those blocks, that's what they are, it makes it really hard and challenging to create a business. If, you, if you're already thinking from the get-go that you're a failure or that you're going to be rejected and you're angry and you have shame around money and you're depressed, you know, you got to clean that stuff up right? Took me some time, but here I am. I've cleaned, well, I can't say I've cleaned it all up. We're all works in progress. We always want new things. So we always work on more, right? But back then, because I felt all those things and I uh, felt all those emotions, what I did was I would cry a lot. I had no idea the human body could cry so many tears. I overate, I overdrank, I self-isolated because I just felt so ashamed. I didn't want to be around other people. And then I just stayed stuck. I stayed stuck for a long time. So I just want you to know if you have felt any of those things, I totally get it. And here are some more happier experiences from my life because I've been working on this stuff, because I've been releasing, I've been healing, I've been growing my self-awareness. Like I said at the top of the webinar, I love to travel. Um, freedom is important to me. I want to be able to work and play from anywhere. So there's a couple of pictures here of me traveling. I'm That upper left picture is in Costa Rica. I was on a zip line. I got to go upside down. That was super fun. The lower left is in Denver, Colorado. I was able to take a day trip and go check out the Rockies. That was fun. Um, the upper right, that was the house that I sold in order to relocate from Maine to Arizona because I wanted to be in a warm climate. The lower right is me traveling in a camper with my second husband and our dog Anubis. That's what we traveled in during the pandemic. And then in the top center, that's me doing my business. That's me doing this, talking to people, coaching, training. I love what I do. I love helping people with this process. And then in the center bottom, that is me with a dog that we adopted 
on the day before Christmas this past year. His name is Lucky. He's lived a hard life, but he's pretty lucky now. And we're, he's sick and he has cancer. Not that you would know it, but we are just giving him his best life. And he is the most loving, joyful dog ever. So I share all that with you because this work is so healing and so transformative, transformational and breakthroughs are possible for all of us. So I've been setting the container, just telling you about the breakthrough, and now we're going to start to do some work. I want you to start keeping a judgment journal for the rest of this webinar. And what that means is I want you to start writing down all of your judgments, positive and negative. Your judgments are thoughts. You could have thoughts about me. You could have thoughts about comments in the chat. You could have thoughts about yourself. The negative thoughts that you have, they become so empowering because they become the roadmap to your breakthrough. These are the thoughts that you deserve to get to the root cause and then release, right? So that's so exciting. It's the first step to creating your awareness, which is step one. The positive judgments if you see me or someone in the chat and you think, oh, they, you know, they're inspiring, they're confident, they're um, inspirational, you want to write that down. That, those become the seeds to your genius, right? And so you want to know how to nurture more and more of those. And so the negative ones are the ones you deserve to release. The positive ones are the ones that you deserve to cultivate and grow, and you can't do either of that work if you're not aware of what they are. All right. I also want to encourage you to stay to the end. I want you to stay to the end because I have some gifts for you. When you stay to the end, I am going to reach out to you and set up a one-on-one -on -one call where I'm going to give you a breakthrough assessment that will help you uncover habits that aren't serving you and recognize the mindset and behaviors that are keeping you from your goals. And then I'm also going to give you a goal in the future meditation. This is a meditation that you can listen to anytime. It's going to help you connect with your unconscious mind and your intuition for or to achieve a major goal in your life and get you the results that maybe you have never thought was possible for you. So I want you to commit to the end. And if you hop off early, then I won't be reaching out. So just a little incentive to, to stay for the whole thing. All right. So here's another thing that I want you to consider. I want to prove to you beyond a shadow of a doubt that shifting your mindset is how you are going to get a breakthrough in your life, in whatever area of life you want to work on. It is the way to actually hitting your goals and I want you to understand that so that you can be all in for a lifestyle change. Most people want the quick fix line, right? They want the pills and they want the band-aids. But the problem with that is that is only working with the presenting problem. It isn't the root cause problem. So I want you guys to commit to the lifestyle change. I want you to stand in that line. And yes, it's your choice, but I think that's why you're here, right? And so if you're 100% ready to consider the lifestyle change, I want you to type it in the chat. Say, I'm ready. I'm ready. 
so that you're not looking for the quick fixes, you're not looking for the pills, you're not looking for the band-aids, you're not trying to, you know, just find the easy way out. You're ready to commit. All right. Lori says, always. Yes, I do know that about you, Lori. That's amazing. Patty's ready. Joyelle is ready. I love it. Diane is ready for more than Band-Aids. That's right, my friends. All right. So let's dive deeper into the three keys. So the first key is awareness. It's self-awareness. And as you take this self-awareness deeper, you're going to really dive into what's holding you back. And so like I said, most people believe or most people have the complaint of time, money, or relationships. I don't have enough time. Well, the problem is that you're not prioritizing your time or you're not saying no to all the things that really aren't serving you. An example of this is I was talking to a client the other day and she's like, oh, I have so many things to do and I'm just so you know, all over the place and I feel like I can't accomplish anything. And, you know, I had a family member reach out to me at 1.30 in the morning the other night and I couldn't get any sleep and I don't have any, you know, I don't have, um, I'm tired. And it was a text message from a family member. And I said, well, you didn't have to engage. <laughs> you didn't have to talk to them. If you had put your phone on do not disturb, then you would have been in uninterrupted and you would have gotten a good night's sleep. And so she hadn't considered that possibility. She didn't know how to put her phone on do not disturb, but it's such a small, easy tweak, right? So that's going to help her with her time and her, and her, well, it's going to help her with her sleep. And then for sure, she's going to learn ways to protect her time and prioritize her time. We all have the same amount of time and people who are doing like significant things in the world, whether we agree with them or not, like Elon Musk and uh, Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates. I mean, they have the same amount of time we do and they're, they're doing worldwide and beyond things, right? So it's never about the time. Um, money. Money, of course, is a you know front and center in our lives. And we can learn to be creative with money, right? So think about that. Think about something in your life that you really wanted, even when you didn't have the money for it. When you really wanted it, let's say it was an iPhone, you figured out a way. You got creative because that desire was so strong. So money isn't really the issue either. You can borrow money. You can credit money. You can sell things. You can take a side hustle job. You, you There's like millions of ways to solve that problem. And then I can't tell you how many people say, oh, well, my husband, my spouse, my partner, my girlfriend doesn't support me. Well, if you ask the question, what if that partner wasn't in the picture, what would be different? Then all of a sudden the client realizes that the lack of support or the fear or the lack of confidence is really their own. It's what's going on inside their own mind and they're just projecting that onto their partner. And when they clean up their own mindset, it's just amazing. The partner comes along for the ride. Like it's not a problem anymore. It's really quite fascinating. What it really takes is mindset. It's when we get down to the root causes, when we get to the root of the fear, when we get to the root of the, the lack of confidence, when we get to the root of not enough time, that's when things become really magical. Lori says, time is a human construct. That 
is for sure. Yes. We made it very linear when it's not very linear. <laughs> and she says manifesting money is fun. That's right. Absolutely. 100%. All right. So now the next tool after the judgment journal that I want to teach you that is really going to help empower you to shift your mindset is this concept of effect and cause or cause and effect, however you want to say it. And this is a way for you to start taking responsibility for what is going on in your mind. Because once you take responsibility, you're going to be more empowered than ever. But before you can take responsibility, you have to know and understand what beliefs, what emotions, what behaviors aren't serving you. And so this is a really good opportunity right now, right here to be on to yourself, to increase your awareness. Do you have, in whatever area of life that you want to work on, do you have reasons and excuses or do you have results and solutions? I mean, just look at the the body posture in each one of those pictures. So the woman who has reasons and excuses, like she's so shut down, her eyes are closed and she's not willing to see anything, right? But then on the other side, the other woman who is focused on results and solutions, her eyes are open, she looks more relaxed, she looks more peaceful. So who here wants results and solutions? Who here wants to get past their reasons and excuses? And we all make excuses. I do too. And so that's why I go get coaching <laughs> because sometimes I get stuck. We all get stuck. There's no reason to be ashamed. It's just a fact of life because of, like Lori said, the five inches between our ears. It's a fascinating place in there. So I'm going to take you through this table so that you can potentially go from an old way of thinking to a new way of thinking. The old way is being in effect where you are excuses oriented and the new way is where you are at cause and your results oriented. So let's start with the old way first. When we're in effect, we are focused on scarcity and lack and fear, right? That's just, it's all we can see. And the more we focus on it, the, the more we see it everywhere all around us. This is when we are listening to those voices I talked about earlier in the webinar, the three voices that can get really loud in our heads, our ego, our inner child, and our inner critic. The ego wants to protect us. It doesn't want to change. It wants to be right. It doesn't want, it wants things to just stay the way they are, right? So it's going to fight for things to not change. Your inner child is wounded and hurt and she just wants a hug, right? She's the one carrying around the pain. A lot of us know the inner critic. This is my strongest voice for sure. You know, who do you think you are? You know, you're an imposter. You're not good enough. On and on and on. Well, when I listen to those voices, I am 100% in effect. We're in effect if we're believing that we're the victim of everything that's happening around us, the victim of circumstance. Now, that's not to say that somewhere in our lives we weren't victims. Sometimes we are. We didn't deserve it. It happened, but we don't have to stay a victim. We can say, okay, now that that happened, what am I going to do? What am I going to do about it now? And that's where it becomes really empowering rather than saying or believing that I can't do anything for myself because of what happened to me. 
when we're in effect, we're blaming, we're shaming, we're justifying, we're, we're like entrenched in all the reasons why we can't do what we want to do. And we might be pointing fingers outside of us, or we might be pointing fingers inside of us. We might be judging or blaming and shaming ourselves. Been there, done that. Also making assumptions, judgments, and interpretations. Here's a fun fact. We get bombarded with 11 million bits of data every single second, but we can only process 134 bits of data per second. And so we filter out the rest. We filter out the 10 million blah, 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 blah number, whatever that is. And if we're not grasping the right information, then we might be making assumptions and judgments about other people. We might be interpreting situations that aren't exactly in our best favor. We need to grasp more data. We need to shift what we're filtering out. We are also attached to limiting beliefs and limiting decisions when we are in effect. Those are those vulnerable thoughts and judgments that we have about ourselves, those negative imprints that are just so, they make us feel so vulnerable. And then we're reactionary, especially if we don't feel like we have enough time. We're just reacting to everything that's going on around us out of necessity because we have to get it done. Joelle asks, how do you recommend balancing staying in the results-oriented cause area with the observations that sometimes external bad things do happen? Yes. Great question. That's when you acknowledge that bad external things have happened for sure. And you ask yourself, well, what am I going to do about it now? How can I take responsibility now that that has happened? It's a shift and it, it doesn't necessarily happen overnight or, you know, in, in one moment it's, you want to work on it and you want to release and heal the negative imprints that you picked up because of it. <laughs> And so let's now focus on cause, and this may also help answer your question. Okay, so when we're at cause and we're focused on results-oriented orientation, then we are focused on abundance and gratitude. Oh, good, Joelle. You're welcome. I'm glad that served you. Um, okay, so at cause, we're focused on abundance and gratitude and really looking for opportunities or not even looking for, but just noticing opportunities. So one way that you can think of being in effect, it's like you're looking through a paper towel roll, right? You're looking through and you can only see a little bit of data. You can only see what's coming in through that filter. But when you are at cause, you're putting the paper towel roll down and then you're noticing all around you that there are possibilities that you hadn't seen before, right? So you're going from what we call a foveal view to like a wide angle lens view. Because just in the same ways that, that when we're focused on scarcity, fear, and lack, when we're focused on it, that's all we see around us. When we're at cause, if we focus on opportunity and abundance and gratitude, those are also all around us and we can start to see them. Both are always around us. It's just what are we focused on? What are we bringing in? What are we inviting into our awareness? So when we're at cause, we are tuning into the voice that matters, the intuitive voice, the intuition. We are remembering to ask it to be in service to us. It likes to be asked. It likes to be invited. 
and, and just really sink into your gut or your knowing or you might be seeing. Our intuition shows up for us in all different ways. Each person is different. Some people see a vision. Some people hear a sound. Some people know or some people feel it in their body. And then when you're tuned into your intuition, then you're willing to take inspired action. Then you're willing to, and it's easy. It becomes easy and effortless. So I can give you an example. Like when I wanted to travel around the country, it was easy and effortless to sell my house because I was so inspired to do what I wanted to do, to do what was going to light me up. So like packing wasn't a problem and uh, getting a realtor wasn't a problem and signing the contract wasn't a problem. Like it was just easy and effortless because I was so motivated and so excited and focused on what was important to me. Yes. Lori says your intuition is always kind. 100%. The other voices are never not, they're they're not always kind, (laughs) but the intuition is kind and not always gentle. Not always gentle. Sometimes it's going to smack you over the head and tell you what to do, but it's always in service to you. And then at cause, you are focused on awareness. You are focused on learnings. You are applying creativity. And that's when you are able to be proactive and focus on possibility. So Joelle, does that um, serve you? Does that help reinforce what to do when you're realizing that some bad things outside of you did actually happen. Yes. Okay, great. Good, good, good. All right. So now with those definitions, it's time for you to be onto yourself. Where are you most in effect? Which area of life? I want you to type it in the chat. For me, I am most in effect right now in health. I just don't feel like dealing with it. I don't feel like being consistent. I'm all over the place. (laughs) Well, one thing I wanted to point out is that cause and effect are not like all, we're not in all or nothing. We're almost always in the middle, right? Sometimes or some days we can see ourselves at cause and some days we sink into effect. All right. What area of life do you feel like you are most in effect? Patty says health and relationships. Fair enough. Lori says finances, business, family, and health. Uh, Joelle says all of them. Fair enough. Sometimes that happens. And Joelle, I remember having two very young children, so I understand. (laughs) But there is a way. There is a way where you are going to step out of effect in all of these areas. Uh, Diane says family. Yeah. See, we're all in good company. We're all in effect somewhere, right? (laughs) So now what I want to do is, again, you're going to have paper, a pen, and pencil, and we're going to sink into what is going on or what's important to you in your unconscious mind. Okay, we're going to sink, I want you to sink into what your unconscious mind thinks about, pick one, If, if you had multiple areas of life, for this exercise, pick one, which area of life for this exercise do you want to do? All right. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be eliciting your unconscious values. Okay. So I'm going to be asking you one question, one question only, and you're going to, on your paper, start making a, a long list of answers. And your answers are going to be one or two words. Okay. 
they're not sentences, they're not paragraphs. So here we go. The question is, what's important to you about that area of life? What's important to you about business? What's important to you about relationships, health, family? And just, just go down your paper in a column. What's important to you? Is it freedom? Is it confidence? Is it abundance? Is it connection, vibrancy, energy, health, vitality? What's important to you about this area of life? All right. Now, when you feel stuck, when you think that you can't, you have no more answers, I want you to ask what else? What else? What else is important to you? All right. You might have six, you might have 10, you might have 12 or 20, and that's all good. It doesn't matter. That's not important. Whatever comes up for you right now is perfect. Your unconscious mind is supporting you. Now, is anyone surprised by what's coming up? Is anyone like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was important to me. What's really driving you are your unconscious values. These are your deepest motivations. Joyelle says, a little surprise. Money came up for my career as the last thing. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I love, I love the surprises. It helps with that awareness. All right. So now what I want you to do is I want you to look at your paper, scan the list, and pick out the one value that's the most important to you and type it in the chat. What is the most important value on your list? Diane says healing. Beautiful. Yeah. Healing in the context of family. Love that. Patty says connection. Beautiful. Uh, Joy Joyelle says intellectual challenge. That's important to you. Amazing. Great. And Lori says understanding. Beautiful. All right. So now I want to share another tool with you and this concept of toward and away from values or motivators. And this is like a really insightful tool that's going to help you going help you from going outside of yourself for answers and really start being honest with yourself. It'll give you some big ahas. Away from motivators, that is when you are running away from what you don't want, okay? You are running or you're motivated by a negative experience or a negative emotion or you're focused on what you don't have. So if you're trying to, to connect, if you're trying to build connection because you want it so much because you don't have it, you're motivated by a lot of negativity, right? You're motivated by, you know, maybe it's fear, maybe it's scarcity, maybe it's uh, disappointment. Those are your unconscious motivators. So you're running away from what you won't, what you don't want. Okay. And what happens when we're motivated by our negative thoughts and our negative emotions is that it requires a lot of, it's like hustle and efforting. And it's like hitting your head against the wall. You keep trying the same thing over and over. You're exhausted. You're overwhelmed. You can get confused. And then when we're in that state, when we're overwhelmed and exhausted and confused, then we give up. Right. So, I mean, this is, 
like I said, I'm in effect a little bit with my health, like for, for a day or, you know, even several days, I'll be like, oh, I'm good. I'm exercising every day. And then, you know, I'm restricting my food and, you know, I'm good. But then I get tired of doing that. Like I get tired of working out and I, I get tired of bypassing the, the, uh, what's my favorite? It's the hint of lime tortilla chips. Yeah. Those reel me in because I get angry. I get frustrated. And I'm, and I'm so focused on, you know, the tight pants and the number on the scale and the, you know, what I don't have that I get so frustrated that I reach for the bag of chips after all, or I'm like, oh, I'm not going to exercise today. Toward is when you're motivated and you're going toward what you do want. Okay. And you're motivated by a positive experience or a positive emotion you believe that you can have it and you're willing to take the inspired action steps. So going back to my example of wanting to travel and sell my house and go drive around the country, like I was so motivated by that because I wanted freedom, because I wanted the experiences, because I thought it would be so much fun. It wasn't, I wasn't focused on what I didn't have, which was I didn't have a solution to uh, I mean, another thing that I wanted was to not be in a cold climate. I didn't want to not spend winters in Maine, shoveling and ice and all that. Instead, I, which was true, but what I was really motivated by was the freedom and the travel and the experiences. Yeah. Joyelle says, yeah, it's easier to choose healthy food when I'm putting effort into making really yummy new salads and dishes versus trying to avoid junk food. Perfect. You summed it up way better than I did. So a toward motivation is the yummy salad, right? The away from is the trying to avoid junk food. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and, and it's not that any one of our motivators on their own are toward and away from. It's our attitudes about them. So for example, if you wanted freedom because you are focused on feeling stuck or you're trapped or you feel like you're rejected, that would be an away from motivation. If you're focused on freedom because of fun and joy and anticipation and excitement, then that is a toward motivation. So just eliciting your values. Now you have them in front of you. You can build your awareness by saying, where am I toward? Where am I away from? Amazing. Amazing. So then we move on to releasing. Releasing is different than reframing. Okay. Reframing is when we work with the conscious mind and we work to talk ourselves out of certain things and we give ourselves different perspectives in our thinking mind, in our conscious mind. But the problem with that is that it's short term. It takes a long time. We're on a yo-yo. You know, we have this yo-yo effect. It's the hamster wheel that makes us exhausted. We're fighting. We're struggling. We're avoiding. And reframing works with our conscious mind, which is setting the goal, right? Our conscious mind sets goals all the time. So for weight loss, it's, you know, I want to lose 20 pounds. <laughs> but until I do the releasing work, it's not going to happen. Releasing is what's happening at the unconscious level. This is the long-term, the faster, the root causes underneath the presenting problems. The unconscious mind is your goal getter. 
Okay. So the unconscious mind is what's driving your actual behavior. So if we go back real quick to this picture, like if your conscious mind is setting the goal and going in one direction and your unconscious mind isn't believing it and is going in a different direction because they're not aligned, they're never going to get to the safe place. Self-sabotage happens in this, in this space in the middle, right? That's where we get the tired and exhausting and overwhelmed. So coming back to this slide, the goal getter is your unconscious mind. And if it's not on board, it's going to divert your motivations. You're going to get demotivated, unmotivated. What we want to do is to have the breakthrough to get to, to get through the gap. It is to release the unconscious blocks, the unconscious negative imprints. Here are some fun facts about your unconscious mind. It stores all of your memories, even the ones you don't remember. They're in there. It's organizing them. It's storing them and organizing them. And the way you organize your mind is different from the way I organize my mind. Um, We all have a different perspective or a different organization system. The unconscious mind also will push down. It will repress memories with unresolved negative emotions. Okay, because we don't want to deal with them, because we don't want to feel the pain, because we don't want to feel the discomfort. So it says, okay, I'll push those down for a while, but then it's going to present them again. It's going to present the memories. It's going to present the feelings. It's going to present the negative emotion, the negative thoughts, because it's giving you an opportunity to resolve it. And most chances are you're saying, nope, I'm going to push that chisel back down, right? And what's so exciting about a personal breakthrough is that you're you're bringing the the chisel up to the surface and you're releasing it and you're healing it. And it's just so fun. It all our unconscious mind also preserves the body, <clears throat> right? It keeps things going for us. I truly believe that our our mindset and our, you know, what's going on in our mind affects our physical body, right? So what's amazing is that when we heal our mindset, we have an opportunity to heal our physical bodies as well. And our unconscious mind has a blueprint of us, of our perfect health. And I just think that that's so exciting and fun to preserve the body. So we're going to do a fun little exercise. Christy, you can't do this one because it requires closing your eyes. (laughs) But what I want to do is I want to elicit your timeline. And I want you to experience your timeline. I told you that I am certified in timeline therapy, and this is the the secret sauce to healing those negative imprints. So what I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes and I want you to take a deep breath and just settle into this moment. Okay. And I want you to answer this next question. Whatever answer comes up is the right answer. I don't want you to analyze it. I want you to think about it. I want you to trust your unconscious mind. In what direction to your body is your past? Is it to the left? Is it behind you? Is it down in front of you? There's no wrong answer. Just notice where is your past. And after you do that, I want you to notice where is your future? In what direction is your future? Is it in front of you? Is it diagonally? Is it to the right? Again, there's no wrong answer. 
And now no matter what directions your past and your future are, I want you to notice that they imply a line. Even if there's an angle of some sort, if you stretched out that angle and those that timeline long enough, you would notice that they imply a line. This is where your unconscious mind is storing and organizing your memories. It's on this timeline, okay? So you have all of your past memories to your past and all the memories that you haven't um, yet created in your future. So now what I want you to do is I want you to float, or in your mind's eye, I want you to float above your current timeline. So you're floating above now. And however floating works for you, it's fine. For some people, it's visual. For some people, it's a feeling. For me, it's more of a knowing. Or you might hear sounds of floating. And I want you to float out into the future. I want you to float out one year from now. And I want you to make sure you're looking through your own eyes. So like you are having the experience of floating. You're not looking at yourself floating. So float out into the future for one uh, one year. And I want you to notice all of the positive things that are happening for you. Who are you with? What are you doing? What are you feeling? One year in the future. And after you've noticed all the positive, I want you to notice all of the negative thoughts and negative emotions and negative behaviors that are coming up. Are you still in the same financial situation? Are you in the same non-serving relationship? Are you still missing out on connection? Are you in the same health? What are all the negative thoughts and emotions and behaviors that you're noticing one year from now? Just take note. And then I want you to float back to now, looking down on your timeline. And as you come back, all the way back from one year to now, I want you to notice any other negative thoughts and emotions or behaviors that come up as you come back nine months from now and six months from now, three months, three weeks, maybe tomorrow. I want you to notice because there's a purpose. There's a purpose for all of these negative thoughts and emotions and behaviors. And so when you're done, I want you to come back to now and open your eyes and take a minute and jot down all of those negative thoughts and negative emotions that you saw. Take a minute to jot them down real quick. These belong in your judgment journals, your negative thoughts, your negative emotions, your negative behaviors. And again, these are going to become the pathway to your breakthrough, the roadmap, so to speak. All the positive, so here's another thing I want you to think of is that everything that you saw is going to happen. The positive stuff will happen. We want you to have more of those. We, I want you to have more positivity, more fun, more connection, more money, more abundance. And I want you to release all of the negative ones. You don't deserve to hold on to them. You deserve to get rid of those negative imprints between here and your breakthrough. So now that you've jotted those down, let's talk about healing. Healing is where we are healing all of the places in your energy that may have a negative block, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically, okay? 
So think about it when you get an idea, maybe in a shower, maybe on the, in driving or maybe whatever it is, if you attach a negative emotion to that, like fear, then that, that, that idea is going to like disappear. But if you attach a positive emotion to it, it's going to come down from the emotional plane to the mental plane. Okay. Where you start thinking about that idea. But if you attach a negative thought, again, that idea is going to go away. A negative thought would be like, I can't do that. But if you attach a positive thought, like, oh, I can figure this out, then it's going to drop down to the physical plane where you're willing to take inspired action. And so I want you to experience healing on all of those levels so that there aren't any bottlenecks, so that your inspiration isn't disappearing, so that you are whole and complete in all areas. So some of the emotions that we heal in a personal breakthrough and timeline therapy is for every breakthrough, we release anger, sadness, fear, hurt, and guilt. And then some people need to release supercharged emotions like rage, depression, terror, betrayal, and shame, right? These are negative imprints inside your body. We can heal thoughts. These are the root causes I've been talking about through this whole webinar. So we can heal thoughts that have you creating self-doubt and uncertainty about yourself. I'm a failure, not worthy, unlovable, undeserving. I'm a bad person. Um, we can release trauma either from a one-time event or a period of time. So healing. It's so powerful. We can heal inner conflict where two parts of you believe two different things and you're constantly battling and constantly struggling inside, inside your brain. I have a lot of that. I've been healing a lot of inner conflict lately. <laughs> um, and then we, there's also ways to heal negative, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, minor negative emotion like frustration, jealousy, judgment, and things like that. Uh, I want to respect your time and I want to finish up so I'm going to talk about SMART goals, but very, very briefly, most of us, maybe all of us have heard about SMART goals. The traditional SMART goals are for our conscious mind and they're specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timed. We want, when you create a goal for yourself, to also involve your unconscious mind. You need your conscious and your unconscious mind to be integrated so that they're going in the same direction and they're not going in two different directions. And so when you create a goal for your unconscious mind, it has to be simple, meaningful. It doesn't have to involve all areas of life, but we want it to be holistic so you're not sacrificing any areas of life. It also needs to be responsible so you know, you're not sacrificing anything, you're not hurting anybody. We want it to be a win-win-win for you, your family, your community, the world. And we want the T to be toward what you want. And then once you have that SMART goal, so a very simple SMART goal would be something like, I weigh 180 pounds on December 31st. Okay, it's simple, it's timed, and that you put a date on it, it's achievable. And then this step here, this on this slide, is where we get really crystal clear about how you're going to know that you accomplished that goal. Who are you with? What, what's around you? What are you seeing, feeling, hearing, knowing? And we amplify all of those sensations, all of those emotions, and then we install it on your future timeline 
and we support you. I support you in keeping that integration between your conscious and unconscious mind. That's all I'm going to say about that for now. And real quick, I want to review. This is the breakthrough process. Awareness, releasing, healing. I pull in all kinds of tools from my tool belt, from neuro-linguistic programming to timeline therapy, to International Coaching Federation, to hypnotherapy and uh, somatic coaching and Reiki to give my clients this holistic uh, healing process. I'm going to share a couple of client stories with you. This is Roma. She came to me as she was ending a 37-year marriage. She felt very hurt, betrayed, alone, scared. Um, We did the personal breakthrough process and like her whole life changed. She became so empowered. She bought real estate. She bought a, a, a home where she stays like eight months out of the year and she rents it out for four Um, makes money on it, turns a profit. She surrounds herself with friends. She doesn't feel alone at all. She's pursuing a new career. She's going from nursing to coaching. And, you know, I thought we were both going to be in the same training this summer in in California. And it turned out, well, I couldn't go. I got COVID and she couldn't go because she was going to Italy. You know, she was living an amazing life. Uh, This is Ashley. Ashley is an entrepreneur. She had money challenges. She felt undeserving. She felt uh, not good enough. She had inherited all kinds of money stuff from her family and it was holding her back from growing the multiple businesses that she owns. She owns a co-working space. She's a fractional COO. She helps build CRMs for people. And what I love about her testimonial is that the healing that she received has also rippled out into other areas of her life that's made her feel very free. And then this is Kelly. Kelly um, is that um, author that I was telling you about where we released terror, we released uh, all the fear, and she became empowered, confident, and motivated and started telling the world about her, her writing coaching coaching, being a writing coach. Now, I want to share a couple of ways that you can take this work deeper and get deep with results. Now, trust me, you can take everything that I taught you today, your judgment journal, your, the, um, toward and away from the, uh, cause and effect and the smart goal. You can do all of that on your own. You can, use those tools. They are available to you to keep going. And I want to show you some ways that I help people when they don't want to feel alone, when they want the easy way, when they want the effortless way and the fast track. So one thing that I offer is something called the Soul Urge Academy. Now this isn't for everybody. This is for those people who are ready to be all in for themselves They want to create significant, meaningful transformation for themselves. And it's a one-year program. So what do you get? We start off with a one-on-one vision call so that I know exactly what you want, where you're going, what's blocking you. Then you get a one-on-one soul urge breakthrough, which is everything we've been talking about today, where I walk you through all of the timeline therapy. We heal your negative imprints. Three times over that year, I am offering three group programs that you would participate in. 
One is focused on our mindset, one is focused on abundance and wealth, and one is focused on freedom. And that program also includes bonuses of um, some breakthrough modules that are recorded and sometimes they're I'm I'm delivering them live now. So if you were to hop on, you would get them live. Or if you hopped into this program later, you'd get the recordings. You also get up to two trauma releases. That's huge. Each month I release a guided meditation. And then it also includes a goal in the future strategy and a private members area where you have all of these things in one place. But like I said, that's not for everybody. I just wanted to make you aware of it. I also offer just a breakthrough. If that's all that you want, um, we can do all of that transformation that we talked about today. And then this is the first class that is coming up and you can just join the class if you want. And this is not one-on-one. This is a group process. Um, It's nine weeks where we're going to be talking and navigating through all of that inner chatter where you can connect with the voice of your intuition. And we will be doing some timeline therapy as a group, maybe at least once. I don't know if we can get twice in there in nine weeks or not. And we're starting on September 30th. And if you are interested in any of these and or other things that I do. I do one-on-one weekly coaching. I do grief support. I, I have lots of tools in my tool belt. The way that we get started is with a one-on-one call. Okay. This is a $97 call typically, um, where we figure out where you're struggling, what you're working with. Today, I got a little something, something for you. So, um, if you just want to take advantage of this, I will give you a one-on-one vision call. I will give you seven days access to my membership community for the Soul Urge podcast. I'm also going to give you a grounding and connecting meditation. So when you're feeling frazzled, when you feel like you're a little going off the rails, this will help you ground to the earth and connect to your source, as well as what I call the Soul Urge Roadmap. This is a 12-page workbook that you can get started on, you know, looking into your conscious, unconscious mind now um, and get started right away. And all of that today is $27. I posted a link into the chat that you can take advantage of. You should be able to see it. And uh, now I want to stay on the line and answer any questions that you have. Okay. Patty says, is the community on Facebook? No. I have a community off of Facebook. And I'm so excited about this because I am not a Facebook fan and I have relied on Facebook in the past to create groups. And now I am using, yeah, Patty says, yay. (laughs) What you do is you go to, I hate the fire, hate with the fire. Oh, hate Facebook with the fire of a thousand suns. You and me both, sister. (laughs) All right. So to You can access parts of the community now. So if you go to my website, jenniferhoopercoaching.com, you will see in the menu item an option that says community. And if you go there, there's a section with some free things. Um, I just started a community conversation. 
There's also all my podcasts, all of my fun tip Fridays are there. And then you'll see the private area. You just won't have access to it, but you can see what's there. The modules, I have a lot of reference materials up there, uh, recordings. So, you know, after I do a group class, a recording would go into that membership area. That's where the breakthrough modules are now that I'm offering. Oh, and I think there's also down, if you go down to the bottom, there's a couple of free links where you can download a, a breakthrough guide. I'm right there with you, Patty. I hate with the fire of a thousand suns, Facebook. <laughs> All right. What other questions do you have? I'm here for you. What is the Solar Roadmap? That is a 12-page workbook that it, it's really fun. It allows you to uncover what is the soul urge energy you were born with. And I'm talking from a numerology perspective. So I have a couple of worksheets in there that teaches you how to elicit your own soul urge, which is also known as your heart's desire. You can also, um, it gives you an opportunity to look at three areas of life, you know, on that, that wheel and take a deeper dive into where you are and where you wanna be. So it's just a great way to excavate your mind, right? Have to run, but definitely signing up for the one-on-one -on -one and want more info on the nine-week Happy Self program. You got it, Patty. Thank you for joining me, Jennifer Hooper, for this episode of the Soul Urge Podcast. To view the complete show notes from today's episode, please visit soulurgepodcast.com. But before you go, make sure you subscribe to get updates on all new episodes. And last, if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review at Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to let other listeners know about it. Thanks again for listening. I'll be back in two weeks.